what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Halliburton uh, Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Shane Ahmad. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing all right. I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. You ever have one of those moments where you just was like, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm not dead. I'm not sick. But I'm still not a millionaire yet. But, you know, hey, I'm in good health and good strength and in the right mind. So I guess I'm doing all right. Yeah, guys. Um, this it, it's a Monday. Uh, it's had a pretty good weekend. Um, I did really nothing other than like a lot of yard work. Um, I've been amping up my workouts and um, just kind of just maintaining and taking care of things that have been nagging me um, in life and, and and in my surrounding and my living spaces that I've been slowly taking care of. Um, you know, and just trying to you know get back to my center and stuff like that. Um, so this weekend I felt very productive as I just kind of mind my own business and took care of my shit. Excuse my language. But anyway, today's, uh, review or slash recap is for the season finale of the bad boys of LA. Oh my gosh, guys, as you guys have already know this, you know, I'm still new to this podcast thing. This was the first show that I've done a review recap on. Um, I'm glad it's, it's the season finale of it. Um, I don't think I'll be doing any more reviews or recaps of shows, mainly because um, it's hard to watch a show and enjoy it without having to write down and notate things to talk about later on your show. Um, you know, I, I may start, you know, reviewing sports and things like that, certain sports stuff because you know I'm a big sports fan you know football basketball maybe even wrestling but as far as the television shows go I don't see myself do, uh, doing any more recaps of it so this is the season finale of the bad boys of LA and the season finale of your boy doing these review recaps of tv shows unless it's a badass really good tv show then I may do it but for the most part there's other stuff that I want to talk about and do in my show but anyway let's go ahead and get into um, the recap of the Bad Boys of LA. Um, like I said, this is a season finale. I think they did maybe like 12 episodes or so. Or so. Um, I'm not sure. But um, the last few episodes, you know, they've been leading up and, you know, to the season finale where they were going to uh, start doing, um, you know, preparation for their music video. You know, they've been cast doing casting calls for dancers, male dancers, female dancers, transgender dancers and things like that um so uh the first scene of this uh episode uh you see the stage crew setting up for the music video um the cast everyone is very hyped for the show real is playing around um you know he's trying to get into character you know trying to figure out his um character and his type of energy and the vibe that he's gonna bring to the uh, video shoot because you know he doesn't sing, doesn't rap, he likes to dance, but you know um, he's just trying to hype it by everyone up, and everyone's really excited about it. Um, also, we see in a scene where Winnie Stacks shows up. We got you guys remember Winnie Stacks is the, the stylist, the, the guy who had the um, the fashion show on this show a few episodes back where Milan and on was fighting and just acting a fucking fool. Um, well, he shows, but he shows up, and you know he's having a meeting with 
Moolah and Curtis, and he meets with them and wants to know what they are looking for as far as styles go for their photo shoot because you know he is styling them. Um, he he has his arsenal of things that he has to show off as far as wardrobe and accessories and jewelry collections. And honestly, you know I don't really dress like those kinds of people, but I, I'm not gonna lie, like it was very 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 nice. Like I like jewelry. And um, the jewelry is what caught my eye. The big furs and all that stuff. I didn't give a shit about that. But the jewelry was very nice. Um, and clearly this guy has style and can style anybody. From what I can tell. Um, uh, also, Rel and Anthony, they, you know, meet with Winnie. And he, asks, and he asks for tea time. You know, he wants to know, hey, what's been going on with you guys since last time I've, I saw you guys? Um, you know, he starts bringing up the drama about the fight between William and Anthony because the last time we saw Winnie Stacks, it was at the pool party that Anthony and Milan co-hosted and William came and got into a fight with Anthony and stuff like that. So, hey, Winnie Stacks is being messy and he wants to bring up the drama about it. Um, and Anthony, you know, basically talks about... Um, you know, he's, you know, he's a very stubborn person and because he's a Taurus and he wanted to, you know, try to be a bigger person, try to grow and extend the olive branch towards William. And, you know, he thought they were going to hug it out, but William, you know, had something else in mind and started fighting him instead and things like that. And, um, you know, Anthony goes to say that he's so stubborn and one-sided to where, like, if he doesn't like a person that someone could die and he wouldn't even care. Um, that was interesting. I was thinking, man, dude, uh, you're that, you know, you're, you're, you're that evil. Hmm. I guess. Um, hope I don't offend anyone by saying this, but you know, I, I have noticed that um, Hispanic people, people of Hispanic culture, a lot of them are very passionate. If they love you, they love you extremely. You know, you know, like very high. Like they, they love with you. Like the love is just un, unmatched. But if they don't like you or hate you or dislike you, yeah, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't. Yeah, they don't give a. Yeah. So I guess you know he's just doing that. So I just thought it was kind of kind of crazy, especially a, a guy who you know who seems to be successful and things like that to be acting like that. It, it was just a little stupid to me but you know I hate to say it like this but it's how a lot of those punks roll you know they're just real hateful and conniving and devious so hey whatever so the next scene we have Dylan um, and Carry On they meet with Winnie and oh my gosh excuse me guys I'm um, doing my show and I have I'm, I'm drinking a um, what do you call this fireball and orange juice it's a weird combination guys I tried it one night when I got home from work. I needed something. And I was like, man, only juice I have is, you know, is for this fireball is orange juice. And I don't particularly like to drink fireball straight. I kind of like it. I prefer it cold with ice. Yeah, I'm one of those kinds of people. I like cold. I like my drinks cold and I like ice in it. And I like it in a nice glass. That's just how I am. Excuse me while I take a sip. Mm. Anyway, so back to this uh, show review. It showed Dylan and Carry On. They're meeting with Wendy. Um, Dylan talks about being.
homeless prior to the show. Uh, you know, he you know gives insight to you know him being homeless and you know goes to show you know why he brought so little to the show and things like that as far as clothes and and, and stuff. You know, when he said that, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't shocked. Um, if you guys have been following on this podcast, I am not a fan of Dylan. I don't care for Dylan. But um, I'm not one of those kind of people. If I don't care for you, I'm going to make fun of your lifestyle or you know your um, your uh, struggles because we all have struggles and we all have we all get new struggles in life. So I commend you know Dylan for being very transparent about that. You know, and I'm glad that you know he's on you know getting on his feet and you know he put himself he put himself in the right space to you know to try to you know have a better life and you know move on from being homeless. Um, also, Carry On talks about how how high the energy is in the house and talks about like he you know him going this spiritual journey and all this stuff with being on the show i didn't i couldn't really follow that with carry on um but as we all know after you know 12 episodes by now carry on is not someone that you're gonna you're gonna always be able to follow if you are someone with a sound mind and you're not on drugs or high or drunk Things that carry on may say may just come off extremely weird, and that was extremely weird. Like, how is this a spiritual journey, dude? I mean, you got outed out on national, you got outed on national TV by some guy. You got in stupid, silly fights. Um, you were very rambly. You were very sporadic. You know, very just out of pocket, kind of just strange. But, but you know, and you know, in his defense, maybe you know coming out of the shadows of being Kirk Franklin's son, you know, maybe that was something he wanted to do and, you know, to try to, you know, build his own name. You know, now he's, you know, a person who can probably charge a deposit to do interviews. You know, he can probably be paid to come to clubs and come to events to host and things like that, you know, and make his own money. Truthfully, most of us would like that type of lifestyle. So maybe that's what he was trying to say, but didn't know how to put it in words or, or whatever. But I don't know, but Carry On is really weird to me, but for some reason, like, Carry On is probably one of my favorites on the show. It's weird. Like, the guy's really weird, but he's not, like, weird to me as far as I can't take him. He is weird as in, too. Like, sometimes you just have to just sit and look at him and just think, uh, I guess, man. And maybe have to redirect the guy. Carry On is, he seems okay. Um, he and Curtis are my favorite on the show. Um, and then also Winnie, M- Messi Winnie Stacks, um, brings in Mario and Milan and, you know, meets with him. And Milan um, has been talking about, you know, suggesting that they, all the guys get bad boy tattoos or matching tattoos together and stuff like that. Which I thought was stupid because none of these guys like each other like that. Maybe other than um, Rail, Anthony, and Gutta, which I don't think Gutta likes any of these people in the house. I don't think Gutter likes anybody but Gutter. It's just something about that guy that just, I don't know, he just, he just seems phony and fake. You know, you know, he seems like he can switch on the dime. So, um, and, you know, I'm thinking, Milan, why would you even want to do this with these people? These people don't like you. But anyway, uh, when he brings up the Jonathan and Milan Mario situation, and both Jonathan, Jonathan and uh, Rio, aka Mario, they say they don't know who that is. Who's that? Who's that? You know, they were they were being shady by not acknowledging the fight with Jonathan, not you know Ganjin, who you know them knowing him and stuff like that, which was kind of smart on 
Milan's part, he took a play out of my book, something I would do if um, I'm around somebody's messy trying to get in my business and, and you know, bring up shit that I want to talk about. I will just completely deny it or act like I know anything about what they're talking about, knowing that they know what I, you know, I know what they're talking about. But that's my way of saying, I don't know her. I don't know him. Um, this never happened. What are you talking about? We can move on to a subject that we can both agree to talk about. But that's dead. You know, that's dead. That's non-existent. So I get it. And then especially for Rio, granted, I think Rio's cool. You know, Rio doesn't seem like a bad person at all, but unfortunately for him, he got his ass whooped. So, yeah, why would I want to talk about this? I, I, I get it. He got his ass whooped on a, on a cord of coming in to protect his friend, Milan, who watched, sat and watched him get his ass whooped and didn't do anything. Didn't even get, yeah. So, yeah, so I can, I can see this. I can see that. Milan was very smart to redirect that because he didn't want to get that stirred up because when he was about to, you know, stir the pot. Um, Rail meets with the lady dancers and gets them excited about the video. Curtis is enjoying the girls. Um, Rail is enjoying the two guys that's in the room. They're kind of drinking, shaking their ass and, um, you know, you know, twerking and all that kind of stuff. Just being wild and crazy. Excuse my language, guys. This drink is good as, as hell. Let me get me another sip. Mmm. Delicious. Well, anyway. Um, the next scene is show my... And by the way, guys, this, this episode is going to be a quick one. Because this the season finale was, was, wasn't was a whole lot going on. And it's not much to talk about with this one. Anyway, Milan, uh, he does... So we're at the photo shoot thing. And they're at this, this big old like factory and everything's set up and they're ready to go. Milan is the first to, to shoot his video. He comes out um, with he comes out of a money truck with guns and money wrapping his part and his pink fur and he's climbing on the back of the money truck and he gets on top of the money truck and he's doing his verses and you know he's you know he you know it was it was pretty lit. It was nice. Um, he did that. He, he seemed very natural with that kind of stuff. Um, next, we have Curtis. He's next in the video. Um, his video was full of ladies dancing and twerking as he was in like some kind of tunnel that appeared to have like a bunch of bullet holes in it where lights was like, where lights behind it was flashing through the bullet holes. It was very aesthetically pleasing. It was a good shot. I think it was cool. First, I think Curtis had the, had the best raps on this, had the best verse rap in this song, like period. Um, he made it hot. Next, we have Moolah, who comes out of a cop car with two female dancers, and he's rapping, doing his thing, and, you know, the outfit he has on was just strange, but, you know, he's from New York, I'm not, um, New Yorkers think people from the southern people are corny, I'm a southern person who thinks a lot of people from up north are very corny, it, to me, it's mutual, I kind of yawn at Moolah, there's nothing about Moolah that's interesting to me, so... I guess I'm biased. So his part was just kind of boring. Like, eh. And then his verses, it, it was just, I don't know. It just was, it was just corny. I hate to hate to admit it. And I know I couldn't do any better because I don't rap. I barely can re-rap the raps on the, on, uh, the radio. But, um, yeah, Milan was just, I'm not Milan, but Moolah was just, eh. Next. Uh, so we have Gutta, who is dressed up like a full female and has the trans man dancing in his video in the front and you know he's on top of these 
huge block things and he's standing up doing his raps in a fur um, and he has like orange or pink hair I think and he has his eyebrows to match his hair and every it was just really it was really strange like Gutter is clearly a rapper Gutter, Gutter is clearly an entertainer I get it his raps his verses was, was, was fire I liked them but um, Gutter just kind of looked like whoever did his makeup was a, a mortician unfortunately whoever did his makeup looked like they did makeup on dead bodies like his face was caked with powder and it, he just looked false sorry to say it Gutter um and, and his clothes didn't really, didn't match the lighting and everything in, in the shoot. Like, it just, it, he just, it, I don't know, you just couldn't get a clear shot of him. It was just, it was just too much going on. It was just too much. But, you know, they, you know, I, I do remember following Gutter, you know, on Instagram, which I still do. One time he admitted that to him, he doesn't like being basic. He said to for him, Every day is Halloween. Every day he feels that he can dress up. He's grown. It's working for him. He's getting paid. He's making his money. He's getting famous. So, hey, whatever. Go do it. And just because one, you know, one person thinks, you know, one look is crazy doesn't mean that it is. Shit. I might be thinking it looked weird and 99% of the world may have liked it. But, you know, but, you know, good for him. You know, I'm proud of him. And, you know, he's, he's doing something with himself. Um, so next we have Dylan, Anthony, Rio, Rail. They're all dancing on Gutter's video. Anthony is so fucking drunk. Excuse my language. Um, he messed up his lines. His lines. Because he, because he in the song, ended the song with like a few words where, you know, saying bad boys. Now this is bad boys of LA. We're out or something like that. And he's so drunk. He, he couldn't even get it right. And Mulan is clearly, Mulan, I mean, Milan you know, is very annoyed. He's like, dude, like, we all had to rap, like, um, what do rappers call it? Bars. You know, we had to rap several, you know, many bars while you only had, like, maybe one line of something to say, and you couldn't even get it right because you're so drunk. But this more so goes to push the narrative that maybe Anthony seems to have a drinking problem, but, you know, I don't know. It's just, he just always seems to be drunk, but, you know, I do know you know a lot of hispanic people they like their vodka they like their tequila that's just part of their lifestyle i guess part of their coping thing and maybe he hated being in his house and being around these people so much to where he just had to drink just to make it to the day i get it i have done that i have been around some people live with people or had to deal with people to where i just could not take those people sober i had need a little something to take the edge off maybe that's what anthony's doing whatever don't care this is the end of the season um so they do a group shoot with everybody in the video at the end you see the owner of the network the the plumber dudes you know his last name plumber he owns the Zeus network and he's like one of the executive producers um we have Winnie Stacks in the video carry on's in the video Natalie Nunn is at the, at the video at the end they're doing their you know their thing where they're just kind of standing around dancing and all this kind of stuff like that and nodding their heads and stuff like that um, so that's the end of, that's the end of that show, the season finale of Bad Boys of LA. I'm so glad I don't have to, I don't have to review or recap this show. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Um, the last 12 weeks with this show, um, I will admit I probably will officially end my Zeus network 
subscription because I don't give a damn about baddies of LA. I don't give a damn about uh, what's that girl's name? Jocelyn Cabaret. That's not that's not my scene. Those, that's not what I find interesting. Um, so yeah, um, but I do know they're they're currently casting for season two of Bad Boys of LA, and it is alleged that Carry On Franklin will be on the Bad Boys of LA. no Bad Boys of Houston. Yeah, yeah, season two Bad Boys will be in Houston, and, and Carry On is from Houston. So it has been alleged and reported online that. Carry on Franklin will be one of the cast members on the show, which I think is stupid. Um, why would they bring somebody back on that show who's already been on there? I don't know. Especially someone like Carry On who is just strange and, you know, but yet, you know, tries to remain neutral in his strangeness. I don't know. Like I said, I, I like Carry On. Carry On, I, I could be cool with because, you know, I can handle people like that. But as far as being on the television screen again for something like that, um, I don't know. Especially considering he just got out of jail. But maybe he's going to, you know, get on there and talk about that, you know. But hey, you know what? Maybe that's exactly what it is. Because when I think about it, even if he's on that show, I'm probably going to want to watch it to get his input and insight about this case and things that's been going on with him. Uh, you know, he's been in jail for like the last month or two, whatever. So yeah, I may watch that when it comes back out. Anyway, I'm going to, um, that's the, that's the season finale of this show. I'm going to give a rundown of my opinions of everybody on the, on the show. And, um, first I'm going to start with the, the queen of the show, um, Milan. Milan, to me, for this show was a very, um, very talented person. When I say talented, he knew how to work the cameras. He knew how to work his narrative. He knew how to get, garner attention. He knew what to wear. He knew how to promote himself. He used that platform to promote, you know, his his business and promote himself and things like that. Um, I I honestly don't believe the person who we saw on Bad Boys of LA. I don't think a lot of that is Milan. I think a lot of that is put on. I think a lot of that is staged. Um, but needless to say, after, you know, you know, watching these guys on Instagram and stuff like that and, and Milan on the, the Bumble or the Bubble app, you know, and how rude and nasty the things he says about people and things like that. Um, I don't particularly care for the guy and I will not be following or, or supporting or being interested in anything he has, anything that has anything to do with him. Um, like I said, I, yeah, he just doesn't, I don't know, I just, I respect him for his business standpoint of things and how he conducts his business because, hell, he's rich, allegedly, or he's doing, or he's well off and he's doing very well for himself. I, hey, most of us would like to live that. Most of us would like to walk out the house and labels all the time. Granted, you know, he's labeled down head to toe. Um, you know, some may think it's a little tacky to live like that. Others may not. Um, but you know, you live, you live, you live once, you know? So, Hey, you can't take this shit to the grave. So why not wear it next on my next opinion of, uh, we have moolah. Um, I was not a fan of moolah. I will not be supporting moolah either. Um, moolah, uh, has another show, has his own show coming out on the Zeus network, like for the love of moolah, which is like a dating show where women, or going through, you know, different scenarios to date him and be with him. 
I will not be watching that show. Um, to me, Moolah is very boring. I don't like his his New York swag. To me, that's really boring. Um, I, I won't be watching the show. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to waste any more time talking about him. Next, um, we have Rail. Rail, Rail is okay. He's extremely girly, which is strange to me. But you know, hey, it is what it is. But um, Rail made for good television. You know, I think he was the pot stirrer in the house. I think he was strictly putting putting in the show to stir up things, which he did. Um, he kept it kind of funny. Kept it kind of interesting. He came out swinging in the first episode, fighting non-fighters, uh, William and Dylan, and then getting into a scuffle with Mulan, um, who I guess apparently they hate each other now or whatever, but, um, Rel was okay for the show, and apparently Rel is doing other things, I mean, that doesn't want anything else to do with, with this network, but he's, you know, signed on with C- T- CBS and making an appearance on P-Valley and doing his things like that, so I commend the guy. That dude turned his 15 minutes, 15 minutes of fame into a whole freaking hour. Um, so I support Rail. Um, next on the on the docket is William. I didn't care for William. William was just really weird. Um, I find it hard to to be interested in anybody walking around with a pride or rainbow. Uh, what do you call it? Lightning bolt tattooed on your cheek. That's weird. I'm sorry. And I get it. Like, you know, that's his intellectual property. This is makes him creative. I respect that. But I, I'm not a fan. Don't care. I won't be interested. Won't be following anything of his. Um, next, we have um, Dylan. As you guys know, I don't like Dylan. Dylan is the confessional gangster. And Dylan's not interesting to me. And I will not be following anything of Dylan. Next, we have Curtis. Um, Curtis is probably one of my favorites on the show. Like, I have friends like Curtis. I'm, you know, very, 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 you know, very normal, very, you know, energetic. You know, the guy just wants to have fun. He wants to learn new things. He wants to learn new things about people. You know, he, he knows how to respect things, even if it's not for him. Um, Curtis is, is really cool. I follow Curtis on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, and whatever he does, I wish him the best and I support Curtis big time. Also, we have Carry On, Carry On Franklin, Mr. Kirk Franklin's son, as Gutter likes to call him. Um, Carry On is cool. Um, I wish him the best. I, I can tell a guy, he, you know, has a lot of growing, growing to do emotionally and mentally, and spiritually, all that kind of stuff. And I just hope that, you know, he, he conquers that journey and becomes a person that he wants to be one day in life. And, um, and hopefully maybe he and his father and his family can reconcile or something like that. And he can have that support system that they need, that he needs and stuff like that. So carry on is cool in my book. Next we have um, Anthony. Wasn't a fan of Anthony. If I was someone casting the show, Anthony would not have been on my show. Um, personally for me, I can't get into a person who walks around with shades all the time. That's weird. I'm sorry. I know people do it, but like, you know, you know, they say your eyes are the window to your soul. If you need to hide your eyes all the time, then I got to watch you. Something's up with you. Granted, there's a lot of people who walk around and look you dead in the eye and still a lot of you and still stabbing your back. But um, that's just a real shady character. So next, 
I don't give a damn about Anthony. Won't be supporting anything of his. Don't care. Um, who else? Who else am I missing? Oh, Rio. Rio's Rio was pretty cool. Um, sucks he got his ass whooped on two episodes of the show, and he literally got brought in to get, get his ass whooped. Um, but you know, he came at the last minute. You know, it was really good. Now I can see Rio going to be on season two of Bad Boys in Houston. That would make more sense to put him on that show than carry on. Um, Rio is still new to us and he didn't really get his full his full time to shine. You know, so you know, I think they should put him on that show, but I know I would if I was an executive producer, I would offer him a contract to hey look before we do the full casting, I want to go ahead and give you your honorary spot on the show. Would you like it? Um, we introduced you at the last moment on our show, on our past season, and we need, we feel the viewers need a little more of you, okay? But yeah, guys, that's the end of that. Um, that's the end of Bad Boys of LA. Like I said, I won't be doing any more reviews on this. That is a wrap. I won't be doing any more review, recaps on stuff. Um, I may touch up on certain shows in my other podcast as I talk about other things and things like that. But like I said, um, this is the season finale of the Bad Boys of LA, and this is the season finale of my recap and review. I will not be doing this anymore. I appreciate you guys for listening to me. It has been great. And stay tuned as I come back with another show later on. Y'all take care. Bye.